Did I actually read the intro for this show? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so either. We talked about it. Whoops. Uh... Well, maybe I should just leave this in at this point in the episode and not move it. Are we just starting? Uh, no, I th- I think I think a lot of that is going to actually be show me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think I'm just going to see myself out. <laughs> Fucking knew this would happen. I'm dead now. All right. Why don't you do this 20 more times and then I'll come back? Yeah, someday I'm going to learn how to. I think I think this is going to be one of those shows where it gets less, <laughs> less structured <laughs> as I do it. As your podcast goes along, you're just going to get more comfortable and you're just going to be like, that's Let's basically just have fun. also the pattern that I've had with my use of the English language. So, you know, it's not it's not improved. People I've not, would be like, wasn't this like design related? They're yeah. just talking about frozen pizzas the whole time. <laughs> I mean, delicious frozen pizzas, though. (laughs) Um, All right. Hello, and welcome to Did I Do That? It's a podcast. You already know this because you're listening to it on the machine that you use for those. But it is about graphic design, and that's just a great idea already. More than that, it is about mistakes. So if you're looking for that, this is the one for you. Um, because mistakes are just part of the process, and in some ways, this is a mistake—the thing that I'm doing right now. Boy, this intro's gone on a long time. Joining me today, it's a very special guest. Oh yeah, I'm Sean Schumacher, and joining me today, uh, a person that you've <laughs> maybe already been hearing from, depending on how I decide to edit this episode. Uh, a former student of mine, one of the most amazing, wonderful people that I've ever met. Incredible, amazing. Brendan Mulligan. Thank you. Thank you for being here. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, no. (laughs) So, Brendan, Brendan, Brendan has been. Brendan has been a, a student here, um, here in in the program that I teach in, uh, the the PSU graphic design program. And what he just handed, me, <laughs> he just handed me his his evaluation sheets from the from the sophomore portfolio review, uh, which we which we have kind of midway in this program. Um, you brought the king of failure in today. You are not the king of failure, I, but. But let's be real. I am, though, because I have failed a lot. And that's not to say that I'm down on myself, but. um, But it's like it's good, too. Yeah. It's necessary. Yeah. I have every failure you could think of from, you know, dropping out of high school and then failing the sophomore review twice. After that, I kind of gained confidence and figured things out a little bit. I come from a background of graffiti. That's how I found myself as an artist just painting abandoned warehouses out by university of portland back when we used to have abandoned warehouses that's where we all learned how to spray paint in the early 2000s for me and that culture is very much like there's no rules that's like the number one rule of graffiti is there's no rules like fight club out there (laughs) and and the second like unwritten rule is it's all about getting up yeah basically that boils down to working as hard as you can i've heard of like some graffiti artists being like all right i have a goal of like doing 300 trains this year that's where my heart is at there's no rules yeah make whatever art you want and do a lot of it i draw every day and i make 
things every day and then I never complete it, which would be like, you know, for the last five years of making stuff is like thousands of little drawings and stuff that I never do anything with because it all comes down to Instagram. Does this fit with my brand? What's my identity? Oh, what God. am I going to stand for? Yes. And so it's such a game now that you have to play. And I don't know how to. Can we curse? Yeah. It's just easy in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of cursing to the left, no cursing to the right. Curse curse to your heart's content. Well, I don't know how to uh, unfuck myself <laughs> of this fucking Instagram brain that I have. Yeah. Because that's how I see all my work now. And I have been just mind fucked by social media. And yeah. And like I've been stuck for the last few years since I've had kids, been at Nike. I wonder if you need like a Brendan Morgan. Yeah. The alternate account of Brendan Mulligan where you're just having kind of whatever happen with your account. I've thought about that. I should do it because I got to do something. I've thought about getting rid of my TVs. I've thought about deleting Cool Kid Brendan. And for whatever reason, my main account, I, I can't not curate it perfectly. Yeah. And um, it becomes like this huge pressure. Yeah. And the other thing is the, the end goal is always like, how do I make money off of this, creating my own store yeah. and selling all this stuff? It's a balance of when I'm like, all right, what does the consumer want? Yeah. And, you know, you do your consumer insights and market research, and then it has to be filtered through the lens of Nike. So you can have a project. Like, I design tees. So I'm like making this T-shirt that's like has zero cool kid Brendan in it. But that doesn't always work. Sometimes it has to be 90% cool kid Brendan and like yeah. be this wild, fun thing, bright thing. And every shirt is different. Every project is different. And um, that is so confusing as to like, how much do you sprinkle each ingredient with? Yeah. And then on top of that, handling time management and multiple projects, especially someone who struggles with like anxiety and ADD, I'm like all over the place and I can't focus. Yeah. Like how many projects are you working on at any given time? You know, you design a couple of teas a week, maybe. Yeah. You could design 20 teas, 2% per day, or you could design a t-shirt, you know, every three days. It's all about your own time management. I've gotten a lot better at it, but when I go to design talks, that's always the first thing everyone says is like the hardest thing. Yeah. Because I don't know. I think that's... Well, creativity is not like an infinite resource. There's not like some creativity Gatorade that you can drink and be like, ah, yes, Popeye the Sailor Man. Look at my creativity muscles pop up. When you have a problem in your head, sometimes it just takes a while to solve it. And there's no speed running that. No. And, and it comes down to like why I did so bad in school too. Coming from chalkboard artists, sign painting, graffiti, it's like graphic design is is so different from that. Yeah. I, I don't even think I knew what graphic design was when I started this program. I just knew that I wanted to be creative and realistically make money and get a job. Yeah. Which, which I succeeded at. I, I was correct. But um, I, I probably should have done illustration. And Kate said so much after I failed the review for the second time. She was like, just do illustration. I was like, no, I want to do graphic design. And then she was like, okay. She's like, we'll do it. Well, I'll help you. Yeah. I actually did a year of history. I didn't know this. Yeah. Here at Portland State. Yeah. And like uh, history, history, not, not history, history. history. And, Whoa. and I had a revelation when I had a, a senior level class because there was no other classes to take. And there was about seven of us. It was so quiet. And I remember one of the students had, I think it's called Upspeak, 
where you talk like this. Oh, yes. And they... Uh, like you're asking a question? Asking a question. And he was talking like this. And I remember thinking, everyone was really quiet. And this is not that major for me because I'm going to be here in three years. And <laughs> I'm just going to be in a library for the rest of my life. And it's like, again, like, no, nothing against that. And then I had an uncle who had recently passed at the time, but he was one of my best friends. One of the last conversations I had with him was like, go to Portland State for art. And so I was like, I remembered that and I was like, oh, I need to do art and ended up in design Yeah, and struggled with it. Well, like, here's a good example of what I'm talking about. It's so you, you've got these, these, the first one is you've got some really like beautiful illustrations of the NBA stars of 2010. Well, that's Photoshop, but oh. um, point being is that this is horribly executed physically and there's like glue marks on it. And I, I'm just really bad at physically putting things together. The craft. And the craft. And I had no money to pay for it. But when I did pass the review, I realized I need to focus more on actually designing and making shit and less about the craft. And it's so hard. I mean, it's like there's no right answers. It's crazy. Like trying to figure out your path in design. There's 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 a lot of like, I don't know on either side and you have to find that balance of I don't know that feels right to you. What I'll say is that I learned I've always tried my best to be a good human. That that's You are how, are exemplary at being a good human. I wake up every day and just try to be a good person. Yeah. And so I think there's a lot of people that fought for me here. So that's helped if there's any advice. The second was that I maybe was a little lazy that first time too. So working a little bit harder and be a little more focused. No, I'm so grateful for that now. It's the best. Yeah. So I didn't make a mistake, but it was hard getting here. Really hard it getting is. here. It is. Yeah. What I really appreciate, and one of the things that I've always remembered about you, and there was one occasion where I was trying to help a student, and the student was just really having a hard time, and they just kind of broke down crying, and I I couldn't I couldn't console them, but you, who was also there to get help, mm -hmm. walked over, and you had the magic words, and you really like turned that student's day around, and I appreciate. Oh, thank you just the the huge the huge generosity that you gave to that person and all the people that you've ever worked with if there's anything that all these failures have taught me it's empathy and it's tough and if there's any way that i can give back because of it then then i'll do that and that's the only way that i can come to terms with all the failures is either you fail or you learn something from it yeah which is not a failure at the end of the day yeah, I was just thinking about her coming in today. And um, yeah, it can be brutal. And even going through this old stuff, it's like, not that I had PTSD from it, but I, I was getting feelings like, oh my God, this was a rough time in my life. And then, man, we can even talk about last year about what happened yeah. <laughs> with that. Uh, yeah, I mean, that the whole kind of societal failure that happened there. Golly, yeah, we all and had sort, a, sort of ongoing still. Yeah, we, that was everybody's failure, I think. And yeah, um, yeah just uh, all of it looking back, like I'm kind of like, oh, that's why I'm like this. And that's why that happened. So, yeah. well, can I tell you, like, that is a big <clears throat> part of why I wanted to do this, too. We've been to a not great place and. It was an important part of the journey of getting to where we needed to go. Being creative, like it's so necessary for our brains to like 
if you're just on top the whole time, then that's you're not going to make good anything. You know, what's crazy is I feel like the world's caught up because yeah. I, I feel like I'm a brutally honest person to a fault. Like I'll always make people uncomfortable or say some dumb shit because I, I don't know how else to communicate. Um, but um, I think now I've I've noticed like talk about therapy, talk about mental health, talk about failures and um you know even like personal things within family dynamics like as a kid you know i I feel like i would like scare people and and people would get uncomfortable because they don't know how to communicate or yeah so it's um i'm happy in a way that it's not so stigmatized now well it's like finding finding the truth and the joy in that truth and i think that's like so so important and i think that scares a lot of people too it's easy to be in a place where you just are like i'm great all the time you know it's it's crazy because we took off the uh i don't know it's just there's no more blinders anymore no and someone someone a tweet i read was like oh like we we just built these societal parameters that are just so fake because we took them off and worked from home and like, yeah, why have we been going to a building all these years? Like we like oh, that was like we don't have to do any of this stuff. Yeah. Like what's a 9 to 5? What's um I don't know, just all of it. Like why are we working three jobs to survive? Yeah, student loans, all of it. It's, um it's there's a lot of absurdities. That yeah. This really showed off. Yeah, I think it's weird because um, when everybody in the world is worried about the future yeah, and unsure of if this is right for them, whatever they're doing, whether it's in the household or who you live with or who your job is, like that's when you have absolute chaos. And oh, the wheels, yes. The wheels fall off. We just got to hang tight and and we'll, we'll get through it. I feel like it's getting better. It's going to be different. Yeah. But we just got to get through it. Yeah, I know I definitely felt less stressed when I started to accept that like whatever comes next and will be probably going for a while mm-hmm. is just not going to be the same as the thing that was before. And that's not necessarily a bad thing cuz there were a lot of bad things about how the way before times worked were. You know, I've stopped wearing jeans. Have you really? Is this a I, pandemic change or is this, this just is a, this is a pandemic change? Every day I yeah. would wear boots and jeans and um, I don't, I've started shopping at Nautica. True, and, true um, grown up vibes. Yeah. I wear slacks now. Every wow. Day. I was always told that slacks were like, oh, I, who would want to wear slacks? Slacks are really comfortable. They are insanely comfortable. Why, why do people like jeans? I don't know. <laughs> They're I, so hard. They are, I'm not working outside. Yeah. I'm not in my you're not a minor. No, I'm not. And I'm okay with that. I'm going to stand up for myself. I'm I'm not budging on that. No. And, and they look good. Hoodies are undercover blankets, you guys. Yeah. We can wear hoodies and they're basically blankets. It's great. It's amazing. I even now own a hoodie. Can you believe that? Really? Yes. Do it's, you wear it in public? Uh, I've not yet worn it in public. <laughs> it is... It is very good, though. I, I think if I'm going to own a hoodie, this is probably the one that I would get. It is a official piece of McDonald's merch and it has its Big Mac. So it just has sesame seeds all over it. It's just pure oh, yellow wow. with sesame seeds. Wow. It's truly a bright yellow hoodie. Yes. What you own. It's the most beautiful hoodie. Uh... <laughs> Thoughts? 
Um, I'm, I'm, I'd recently just got into a discussion about McDonald's versus Burger King and I, I was, I've been shamed for being a Burger King fella and I will not stand for it. I'll stand up for myself. I believe in Burger King. It's flame broiled. Sure. The breakfast is solid. The croissants and the French toast. I will not sneeze at a Big Mac. We took my daughter to, um, she was sick a few months ago and had a 104.5 fever. That's a bad radio station and an even worse fever. That's a... Uh, um... <laughs> 104.5, the fever. Catch it. Wow, that should be your podcast name. <laughs> Why don't you do, you got to do some kind of Las Vegas or radio hook. The bad radio voice guy. Yeah. Just have fun with it. Well, the problem is I want to have listeners. And I think (laughs) if I did that voice for any length of time. And then do like clown sound effects. People would go command, delete, take phone, put in toilet, flush, 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 flush. Yeah. One thing I've learned as a parent is how to mitigate panic. Oh, yes. When my kids are sick or hurt or whatever and not to go into like pass out and leave the earth mode. I did pretty good this last time. 104.5. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. We got to go. And uh, she ended up being fine. And so we were in the car and my 10 month old is crying. And then the five year old who was sick was singing to the 10 month old. Oh. To like kind of calm her down. And I was like, oh, that's a good sign. That's. That's the cutest. And then I, so my wife and her went in and it had been like an hour or two and I had to get food. It was 8 p.m. We hadn't eaten all day. So I got a, got myself a Big Mac, got some fries and then the kid a cheeseburger, which I didn't get a kid's meal. Total fail. You, you live could, and you learn. Yeah. I'll get her a kid's meal next time. Cause she had been exci- so excited. She'd never been to McDonald's and I came back with the bag and she was like, <laughs> we, I was like, I didn't get a kid's meal. She was like. It has, it comes with toys. I don't think it does anymore. I think they really? stopped doing that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Because it was becoming a thing that like people were like, thing? the kids were like, I need the toy. Give me the toy. My Damn. precious. That's wild. Yeah. That's I think, wild. I think that's like a change in the last like three years. Wow. You know, it's less happy now. Gall dog it. Back yeah. in my day. Back in my day, do they still have play structures? Because sometimes you'll see a McDonald's that has that big giant glass Some, cube. There was and... one, I think, in Woodburn that had a sick play structure. Yeah. I was like, this is next level. That's that's the big giant glass more, cube. More hot coffee lawsuit stuff, I assume. Oh, almost of... certainly. Well, like there I remember, I mean, this is how old I am. I remember the thing before they had the play structures, which was oh, the they the balls? would no, before balls, they had outdoor things that were like <laughs> weird playground equipment that was just on concrete. And then there would just be a park bench with the horrifying Ronald McDonald statue that you could post. <laughs> no, thank you. But I remember going to a birthday party there when I was like, I don't know, four, maybe. And the birthday boy hopped up on one of the the most dangerous pieces of playground equipment imaginable. Those like... <laughs> Weird, just circular platforms with handles that just spin and spin and spin. And wouldn't you know it, it threw him off and he landed it on his head. And I remember him just barfing. (laughs) I thought you were talking in third person this whole time. This was not yourself. This is not me. No. (laughs) Against all odds. Good for you. I'm I'm usually the observer of the barf in most stories. Oh, man. Um, Except for one fateful Thanksgiving. But I will save that for another (laughs) Another terrible occasion. You're going to run out of stories. I probably keep doing this. You know, if the number of podcasts I've listened to are any indication, you can just keep repeating the same story over and over again. And 
only the people who are binging every episode will be like those loyal customers won't yeah, go away. You want to punish your longtime supporters by yeah. repeating your stories, probably slightly differently each time. <laughs> Just start making things up, regardless of play structure or not, dude. I took a bite into this Big Mac, and before this, I actually sat in the Wendy's parking lot and I called my wife. I said, "I don't know what fast food to get. Yeah, what should I get?" And then I just went to McDonald's, and I'll tell you, it was so good really and i just destroyed it and then my wife got home and took a bite and like destroyed it and she was like that was really good <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing not the healthiest but um it's good i mean it does what it says on the tin which is just it gives you it gives you basic burger but it really does it good i've started during the the pandy i um i did have my <laughs> my uh weird phase of making bread i'd make pizzas from scratch oh you were a bread person dude i've lost my mind 17 times since the pandy started only 17 that seems low i know i've lost my mind 12 times this week (laughs) you're doing good today thank you you're on a good one i started grinding my own meat for burgers yeah i've always liked making my own fast food burgers and i got really good at it but i realized that it's just the same price as the ground beef and i went into new seasons was telling her like yeah i'm gonna get steak a chuck and a steak of brisket saving money and she's like well i mean it is the same price and i was like oh okay and i was like well but you know it's fresh and she's yeah. like well, well we do it every morning <laughs> <laughs> so i'd like got the attachments to my kitchen aid i was like what i've been doing this for no reason and she was like you know what though she was so sweet she was like she's like you know what it's like, it's not easy times no, whatever, you got to cling on to whatever you got. And I was just like, oh, you're so nice. But this is so dumb. I'm not going to be doing that anymore. There's so many things that I've done over the course of this that have turned out to not be. Dude, I've. I've are, are you still doing the pizzas, though? No, because I've realized that an oven that only goes to maybe 500 degrees. Yeah, it's not the same. And boy, it's a lot of work. It is. It is. Have you done it? Uh, done it? I tried. My dad is, I guess, a big pizza man. <laughs> uh, and apparently he's gotten very good. Does he have an oven? Uh, no, but he has been looking at the uni, the, the fancy one that's like, is that sold at REI for some reason? The $500 one? Or is that like the ridiculous one? I think they make a cheaper one than even the $500 one. Oh, sick. Yes. Yeah. Cause there's a couple that are like three to 500 bucks that I've looked into that I want to get. Who doesn't love pizza? I mean, it's it's magic. I swear I wait every second or third day of the week. I'm like, I could go for some pizza today. Can I tell you a magical thing that I learned? Yes, Um, please. This is a special tip for all our Portland, Oregon Actually, I think larger Oregon may have this product. Uh, there's a place called Renata that I did not realize made pizza. Um, oh, sick. And they now sell it in your fancy Portland groceries, New Seasons, and your Zupans. And I'll be darned if it isn't actually pretty good, like almost now, quality we... of restaurant Because oh, there's pizza. maybe three different types of pizza. One end you have, I'm all about spectrums today for of some course. reason. Of course. We got New York style. And then on the way other end, it's like a basil, real tomato. Like a, a legitimate, I don't know what you straight out it. of Italy pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Fancy pizza. Sure. So where, where does it, where is it on the spectrum? I would say, I mean, uh, I would rate it less highly than the really fancy wood fired one. Right. But it's pretty darn good. Like it's, yeah. it, it'll beat a tombstone pizza any day. And you can put that on my tombstone that I think that it's a far superior pizza. Yes, yeah, on your tombstone. It's just, tombstone pizza sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for some for or, some reason there's a lot of 
tombstones that date from roughly the same era that are all making jokes about tombstone pizza, whatever that was. Future archaeologists are just puzzled by whatever that <laughs> that particular meme of this era was. You know, what's funny is I don't think Papa Murphy's is as good as we thought it was. I don't think that either. Because I feel like I've gone into Whole Foods and got their or or the Costco pizza. I think of all the. Of all the put in your own oven pizzas, yeah. you think yours is the best? What's it called? Riley's? The Renata. Renata? Yes. You think I, it's, I it's think best? it is. Yeah. Because I, I have never had one that is crummy in the way that like, maybe I'm thinking more of Whole Foods Hot Bar, where I used to semi-regularly get <laughs> food poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> sure. But it's so convenient, you know, is the thing. It's just real. It's right there. I mean- how crazy are salad bars after the pandy? Oh, salad bars are gone. Wow. Who's going to be? Who's? What were sneeze we guards are not going to be enough for salad bar. I don't even really understand how buffets are going to come back. I. It's going to throw the Las Vegas economy in complete turmoil. Yeah. What are we going to do? I think there's. But People there's will have of, to order the food that they want to eat. Dude, I went into a store the other day and some person put their mask down to sneeze. And I was like, no! I'm just. That's all the problem. I'm out. I'm out. How? I mean, in in the in the store. And just a few days ago, I was in the Safeway. I had to run to the restroom, and oh, that's never a good experience. Just baseline. No hand washing. I'm like, mm. after the pandemic, I'm realizing like, oh. People are disgusting. Yeah. And I'm not like a germaphobe, but I am way conscious of getting sick now. There was a period, I, I feel like it was like June or July, where like all the hand sanitizer stations just started to disappear from everywhere. Oh, yeah. And it just made me like, oh, no, 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 no. We still need those. <laughs> There's lots of other stuff that or like, I'm, I'm not at, as prepared for now. I was at Comcast doing something for my bill and the person helping me just has their their mask below their nose. Oh, great. And I've just come to a point where it's like, I have to stop being so angry at everybody and just be like, I know what stores don't actually require yeah. health guidelines and I know what stores do. So, I mean... It's Comcast I'm, is basically Westworld. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, I was thinking like I had gotten cable for like I did like the trial run and I took it back. So I was like, this is trash. I'm just going to use my Roku or whatever. Yeah. And everybody in there was like my dad's age and it's fine. But I was like, oh, this isn't for me. Yeah, this is this is oh, such an outdated it's so, is this good entertaining podcast? I I Quality? think so. I mean, this Comcast is... sucks. Toontown <laughs> sucks. <laughs> Put that on our tombstone. <laughs> the thing is, I, I signed up for cable and with internet, it was 145 and I got the bill. Jesus. And the thing is, they give you a 30 day window and they don't give you the bill until the 25th day. And Great. I got it. I got the bill on the 25th day and it was like 200. And, mm. and when I signed up, I go, is this after all the taxes and whatever it is? Yeah. And he was like 145. And then I went in the next day to cancel it. And I, I double checked. I was like, are you sure it's, and he was like, oh yeah, like you're. Package is $100, and then after everything else, it's it's 205 I was like, this is... Why is this so hard? For why is this so I've, hard? I've been dealing with so many car dealers that have this same mindset really? of like, we've posted this on a website. This is how much we are offering the car for. And then you call them, and they're like, oh, no, we're, there's a special market correction. So it, the car, this car is actually $5,000 more than that number. Everyone wants your money. Don't give it out. Don't give money to Comcast. Uh, the Com I'm I see this is I've already lost them as a sponsor. So this is really <laughs> 
this is a bad business plan for me, podcast wise. We uh, we had a baby last year during the pandemic. What Whoa! It, don't suggest it. <laughs> Not fun. What's it's crazy. It's a little chaotic, even when non-pandemic. Looking things are back, happening. Sean, we did it. She got pregnant in we, we Vita was born in December, yeah. but that whole time when she was, you know, in the in the room, we weren't vaccinated. Oh, this, this was before the vaccines. And even. then, and then oh I God. would, I would see little articles about, you know, being pregnant and getting COVID and hear horror stories. And yeah, and you just kind of like jump and just pray and just hope that, you know, you hit water and don't hit a rock and, or whatever. That analogy works. <laughs> I mean, I think so. Just jump in the water. Yeah. You don't want to hit a rock. And, uh, Dude, we had uh, Vita was born and everything was good, and I just like was like thank you so to the nurses like thank you so much like lo- but looking back it's insane that we did that without being vaccinated. Um, I mean, what else could you do though? Like, I I think yeah. that was the biggest problem with everything last year is it just felt like everything that you had to do was just like well. I really have to do this. Yeah. It's, so it's about mitigating that anxiety yeah. and, and doing a lot of hard work and um, education on anxiety and how that works Yeah, through therapy and working on myself and like, oh, this is why I look or not look, but like feel and think this way and maybe look. Yeah. That's why I why look not? this way. <laughs> <laughs> but the most important thing is... um just like you aren't your thoughts and um, when you're wigging out just you be separate from that yeah it's kind of like you accepting your your this new space that we're in it's like acceptance is goes a long way lisa congdon talked about it on her podcast she saw the phrase like accept the suck which is that's a, a good phrase mine is a little more melodramatic it's life is suffering that i like to jokingly use <laughs> It's uh, I think I think I read it in a this book on Buddhism, and I always say that to Danielle, my wife, and she fucking hates it. <laughs> <laughs> but I I I love it, and uh, yeah, it's just like I'll just say real. that to myself every day. She's like, life is suffering. This this sucks. Yeah, everything sucks. But it really is like just accept it, and um, when the good comes, just enjoy it. Well, I think, like, as mantras go, like, I mean, Kate and I have kind of joked back and forth lately about the, you know, the old Seinfeld, like, (laughs) serenity now (laughs) phrase. I missed it. I hated Seinfeld growing up. Well, it's so, like, that toxic positivity of, like, you have to be okay right now. But, like, my own version of that is, like, go with the river. Because, like, there's these beautiful old maps of the Mississippi. Mm -hmm. Uh, A cartographer charted all the paths that the river has taken over 5,000 years, something like that. Basically, the entire Mississippi River floodplain has been river at some point. And it's, like, more than just going with the flow. The river itself is going to change. So you can't have this expectation that like oh i'm gonna get off at this specific point because you don't know where the river is gonna be the river Mm -hmm. is gonna twist and turn and sometimes you're gonna hit rapids and there's been some rapids lately but uh you know sometimes you're you're gonna hit a nice little calm part and maybe there'll be a wonderful little beachy island or you know a riverboat that has some wonderful gambling experiences happening on it 
I'm trying to think of other <laughs> Mississippi things. I've watched so many Huck Finn movies in my life. I think Jonathan Taylor Thomas made one. Oh. What a hunk. Am I right? <laughs> I fucking loved him growing up. The, the three name boys of um, that show. Home Improvement? Home Improvement, there yeah. Dun, 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 dun. There you go. Oh, that was not a good one. You make t-shirts at the big place for t-shirts. Yep. The Nike. The Swoosh Factory. Mr. Swoosh himself. It's like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. But for t-shirts? But for t-shirts. That sounds like a good time. Yeah. Now, I'm curious how many of the small children who go on tours end up kind of being turned ironically into t-shirt somehow? Like What is it? You know how when the gentleman, Willy Wonka... <laughs> takes a bunch of the children on a tour of the factory there are many industrial incidents i don't in know which but kind of the children are ironically when maimed he's in the tunnel and he's like and it's raining oh yeah that's how i feel before the most horrifying that's how i look and feel and talk for my like final design reviews and that, i'm like that's the true a, essence of creativity here's though. a t-shirt i made last week and the one thing i've learned which is crazy i stand by this yeah stand by this the fucking machines know when you're stressed out yeah i stand by it uh-huh. i think there's an energy you put out when you're yeah. stressed out and the reviews on a thursday and they fucking slow down and they get stressed out themselves yeah or break and there's times where we have to like keep using other machines because the computer that the person has the indesign files on is breaking when i have been at my worst during the pandemic my battery on my computer will be like <laughs> It's time for battery service. Hey, friend, you know me, your computer that you rely on? It's battery service time. You've, you, you've done a bad job with That's a me. hint that you need a battery service. Not sure where it goes. Up you, the nose, I think, probably. You need your version of the Mac store. The, a lot of chocolate chip cookies. Probably, but they would be extremely overpriced and somehow each year have less and less of the thing that I want in the chocolate chip cookie in them. Mm-hmm. And then about five or six years after them doing that very steadily, they will be like, oh, hey, we've got a whole new chocolate oh, chip man. cookie. We're back to having chocolate chips in it. What a great reveal. If they don't come with wrappers. Yeah. Or bags. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've we've done away with that. Yeah. You know how our chargers are $200? Well, we don't include those anymore. Put those in your coat pocket. Don't get too attached to this particular plug. We'll have a whole new plug next time. I love chocolate chip cookies. So that's my jam oh. is get burgers and then New Seasons or Whole Foods for chocolate chip cookies. They I have should to... have brought you chocolate chip cookies today. You son of I a bitch. baked some, damn it. <laughs> really? I did. I've gotten back into baking them. Do you brown your butter ever? You heard of no, that? No, but I might want to try it. Mm-hmm. It's like I get brown your butter like I want to do something. It's a little more rich and I feel like it's a little chewier. Little is, harder. It, is it like you just like saute it kind of? Yeah. Or, OK. Just put the butter in the pan until it until it browns. That's um, easy. Easy enough. Do you put it in the fridge before you let it harden a little bit? No. The process that I have developed is one of of speed more than anything else. Yeah. So like they're you know, pretty, pretty dang fast. Huh? They're pretty dang fast. It seems like if you. With my recipe, if you let them like have that time to stand and time to cool, then they don't get as cakey. And that's what I want out of cookie. Oh, yeah. I want like, I like the, very cakey. I like the chewier ones. Yeah. Not hard, but chewier. That's see, that's that's like a, that I would say is my second favorite variety. Okay. Hard, hard and crunchy is no, no, thank you. No, not full hard. Chips and crunchy. Ahoy, more like. Wah, 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 wah. Bad. I could I could tell you, I think it was not a hoy. 
the spring of 98 when Chips Ahoy came out with the soft and chewy. Do they still have those? I don't feel like I've seen them in Dude, forever. they have like... They have like I know they frosting, have like ten million varieties of frosting. Oreo. Yeah, it's ridiculous now. But that that's definitely what we grew up off. Huh? I don't know that I've ever had those. You don't have huh. to get the hard ones. It was I think the red package. Well, I've learned something today, and I go. might have to now buy these. They're <laughs> awful. Oh. They're awful. Well, but you know, perhaps not. But treat yourself. I'm not going to turn down extra cookies. I. I am realizing, Brendan, I do have cookies in my bag. These are not cookies that I made, but cookies <laughs> that I got. Nice. I might have an addiction to cookies now that oh. I think about it, because I do have cookies at home. And now here that I bought today. Where'd you go? There's really good. This is now just turning into local chat. <laughs> <laughs> but I've, I've one- heard enough podcasts talk about the Grove and the other malls of the Los Angeles County region. Milk uh, is overrated. Yeah. Fuck we're, them. We're going to talk about. No, not fuck them. They're good. <laughs> milk in general just the whole idea it's a little restaurant in la oh have you heard of it no i have not it's like specialty cookies and they're like ridiculous and like three to four bucks a pop what but they're way too rich for me oh which is weird because i love cookies i've had a lot of people say that about I, i'm a big fan of the crumble cookie and i've had people say that about too rich cookies, that they're they're too rich they're too they're a lot yeah they are a lot to take in. fair enough but you can just get a big box of cookies very easily from them. So that's kind of magic. Is that the restaurant? Crumble cookie? They're like a chain. I think they're based out of Utah of all oh, okay. places. But the place where I got my cookies today is a little place that is only at the farmer's market at PSU. Oh, wow. Boy, this is a real hardcore Portland conversation now that we've verged into farmer's market. Yeah, the podcast is officially over with design. Yeah. We're done talking about I that. I mean, designing of... uh. Farmer's market, I guess, must be something. Look, fucking designing's hard, all right? You'll get through it. It is. We have to eat a lot of things to give ourselves the creative stamina, and it's usually cookies. Yeah. And it works good. The cool thing is that there's 8 billion different creative jobs for every type of person. Absolutely. So get the degree in art or design because you'll find where you fit in. Yeah. I always try to tell students, too, like where you start out is not necessarily where you're going to be. When I graduated, I was in Vegas. I really had a total crisis of faith Mm -hmm. at the end of my degree. I have friends who went to big design schools and... yeah. I talk about these shows that, you know, I've I've met Draplin and Tad Carpenter when he was here. A bunch of people that come through here and um, they're like, we've we never had anything like that. And it's those personal little talks that aren't, you know, yeah, they're not in the world. They're just talking to the class. You really pick up things about the design world that were super helpful for me. Yeah. I, I mean, it's all. It's all stuff that happens in the margins. And that's such a hard thing to even realize is like you can't. You just got to put in the work, right? You you put in the work and you like go and you do a bunch of different weird things. And the things that you do are going to change. And the aesthetics of the world are going to change five or six times over your career. What's crazy is I think we're at a point where it's not changing anymore because it's always changing. There's every trend ever. Even at Nike, it's like, is there no more seasons left? Because of social media and Instagram and Pinterest boards that everything exists now at the same time. So you can be into 90s or you can be into 70s or whatever era you cling on to. Everything exists now. Yeah. Although future, if the students are any indication, the real nexus point is 90s, early 2000s. Oh, weird. I wonder why they're relating to people like Nirvana right now. (laughs) 
<laughs> like fucking yeah. grunge sadness. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's the nineties all over again. Oh man. It's the best. I mean a lot of cigarettes, coffee shops, and uh um, Frasier. Huh? The Fraser show. Yeah. Basically Fraser. We need, we need Fraser two point <laughs> Ideally not with Kelsey Grammer if we can somehow trick him into not being in it. That would be great. Just a remake. Yeah. That'd be sweet. Frazier did a show called Boss afterwards where he was just an angry boss. And see, I that I think is the closest to actual Kelsey Grammer that Kelsey Grammer's actually gotten. Not not for me. I I would tolerate Seinfeld. I'm not a big Seinfeld fan. Sure. It's like saying you don't like the Beatles. But when Frazier came on, I, I would just like turn it off. I'd be yeah. like, I can't even have this on. <laughs> this sucks. I think it was like Simpsons. Seinfeld Frazier maybe was the lineup. Yeah. I'm all about The Simpsons. But then after that, it's downhill. The Simpsons is a magical show. But you know what's rad is how wholesome some shows were back then that could have gone one way, but still ring true to this day. Bob Ross, Mr. Yeah. Rogers. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But I think the key part of those two is like the truthfulness of them. They're just a fun place where you can learn things and just have a gentle time. And it's nice. The more things we have like that in the world, the better. It is. It is. And we're not worried about Instagram algorithms. No. We're just painting. Al Gore can have whatever rhythm he wants. If he wants to do really good dance moves. Al Gore's got rhythm. That's my next rap album. I assume he does. There's no way he's got rhythm. Really? You don't think he could (laughs) could really throw? It's hard for me to shake the vision of him when he walks out on stage for the uh, Inconvenient Truth. Just like spotlight hits him and then he just starts twerking that'd be sick it would be really good i would tune in for that yeah that's how it started and then it just goes into information about climate change and how we need to stop it and then you try not to think about the fact that that was 15 or so years ago oh my god i really didn't do it not really at all we didn't no not so much we'll get it one of these days (laughs) (laughs) give us time damn it there's lots of good food places in Portland. <laughs> it's raining. <laughs> sell, sell me on Portland, Brendan. It's raining. Uh-huh. You know what I do love is the reason I don't eat McDonald's is because it seems like every fucking chef with an idea. Yeah. Either moves to Portland is already here. There's ridiculous banging restaurants out there for $8 a dish. It's not like crazy $20, whatever. No, these are not like you have to book a reservation two years out. That's the beauty of this place is food. Don't bring an umbrella. You're going to get wet because it's sprinkling. It's going to be a little uncomfortable. You'll be all right. I'm not sure I can get on board with that one because I do have my trusty umbrella right there. Well, you're from Vegas. I am from Vegas. so I I, hope that's not a shot. I'm very distrustful of rain. I don't like to be wet from it. Yeah, it's not no. a good feeling. Another reason to stop wearing jeans. Yeah, they're real unpleasant. When Pants you're... dry faster. Yeah. I have banana stains all over my jeans <laughs> because I have a 10-month-old. Just learning about the physics of bananas and how good they squish. I'm just disgusting. I think that's all kids, though. Yeah, yeah. Kids and all surrounding of kids. Yeah, we'll get through it. It'll get better. Yeah, that's all that matters for everybody. Every day in every way, I'm getting better. <laughs> I think so. If people want to find your shirts, they can go find them on Nike.com, baby. Nike.com, probably the the place to go for the Nike products and services that you crave. Yep. And yeah, I make art on the side, but I've been lost lately, which I'm okay with. Yeah. And just trying to figure out what I want to do with that. Do you want to share your Instagram handle? Yeah, Cool Kid Brendan. Cool Kid Brendan. Follow along. I forget the fake one that we came up with. Oh, uh, yeah. 
not Brendan Unmulligan. Yeah, it'll be my like um Stefan to Stephen Urkel. You could just make an account that's Brendan Mulligan DDS, one of your <laughs> Yeah. One of your name alikes. And no, I just need to rip into it and stop overthinking so much. But that's the curse. That's the curse of being creative, is you're just always overthinking. Because school taught me to think yeah. about it and taught me all these rules, which is good. You need yeah. that. But then how do you balance thinking and flow? Yeah. And Sister Creta Kent says to not do both at the same time. Just a little pro tip for you. You've classed up the show a lot just by introducing her into it. Well, I'm a classy guy, Sean. <laughs> I'm not. By the way, we're in a closet right now. Yeah, I believe this technically was a closet for most of <laughs> the building's history. Um but that's, I feel like... This is the least hot that it's gotten they while actually, we're recording. They actually offered you a nice big office and you said no with the window. You, uh, prefer, you said, I want the Harry Potter closet. I wish. We have we have six offices that have windows <laughs> and they're all filled with art historians. <laughs> the only offices that I have been offered are windows. <laughs> so I get the feeling that's going to be my situation moving forward. We'll get there. Yeah. These concrete walls cannot contain me. These are actually less concrete. The offices across the hall, which are proper closets, <laughs> one of the walls is just the cinder block wall that's like facing out to the street. Very prison-like. <laughs> but also in those rooms are like master's theses from 1974. It makes you feel weird to be exactly as accessible as a recording of a faculty meeting from 1981. It's awesome. I love the 80s. Thank you so much for being here, Brendan. Oh, I don't have anything written down on that card about how this show ends. So I'm just going to try to wing it. Um, thank you for uh, thank you for listening to this show. This is definitely part of the part that you just heard and not a different part that was recorded at a different time because I changed the name of the show. Um, but uh, yeah, if you enjoyed th this show um, and you liked it, um, you both enjoyed and liked it. Why not? show off that you did both of those things in two different ways. One, you tell the people that you really love it on the platform that you use to listen to podcasts, um, because that will that will definitely help us. Uh, give, give it a five star review if, if you can. Um, but you could also just tell a friend um, that's that's super easy and uh, maybe maybe helps us grow a little bit. Just a thought. That's kind of the 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 meat and potatoes uh, of of what makes podcasts work. So this is did I do that? I'm Sean Schumacher, and we are rocking. Wow. Mm. These aren't even. The problem is these aren't even funny. Um. There's a train going by. I mean, we could talk about the train for a little bit. Do you like trains? Actually, maybe that's it. This is Did I Do That? Choo-choo. Choo-choo-choo. Oh, boy. <laughs> stupid. This is a stupid show, everybody. Anyway, thank you. Bye. I don't think I mentioned this earlier. I have my watch set, I think intentionally i assume to tell me when it is raining and it has definitely gone off four or five times just since we've been recording it's like someone tapping on your shoulder really oh yeah it's raining it's oh raining. yeah it's raining did you know hey yeah you gotta turn that off it's gonna rain it's always raining here yeah portland it's wet it rains a lot it's very wet here <laughs> Thank you.
I think especially when you're in that position of knowing that you have to form raw episode meat into <clears throat> episode burgers. Yeah. I think I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. But like I here's how wild I'm I am with this. Part of me is also like, I wonder if there's got to be a better name out there, right? <laughs> I've registered domains, but like all my other names are really dumb, too. Like for a while, I was like, maybe I should call it. Did I do that? And then never ever reference the character Steve Urkel <laughs> and just That's imagine good. the social media death that I would have of people going, you know, that there's a character called Steve Urkel, right? That who has that catchphrase? Yes. Yeah. Did I do that? 